Welcome to the podcast of Via Magazine, the first all-English luxury travel and lifestyle magazine dedicated to the region of Puglia. In our first episode, Via contributor Emily Millette interviews Antonella Azzolini, the young female founder of Oro e Mezzo, a family-based business based in Puglia that is transforming industrial waste into chic home decor elements. This podcast episode is brought to you by Oro e Mezzo, creators of sustainable home and kitchen accessories, all made in Puglia, together with artisan partner Marmi Azzolini. Whenever you're ready, we can we can start um, just by talking a little bit about the the background, your background personally, um, you know, education, that kind of thing, and oh. uh, your career journey. So until now, still has to happen my career. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just at the beginning, 40 years old. <laughs> to be honest, I just really like it in the sense that uh, I've been in the industry. Uh, not because I was forced to, but I decided to um, take a bit of uh, craftsmanship and uh, make my own and follow a bit of rules and the roots actually of the family. So uh, back and forth in the sense that I, uh, when I moved, I'm not an architect, just so you know, I'm not an architect. I've been, mm-hmm. um, I've been in the construction industry uh, because of uh, stone and marble industry, but I'm not an architect. Mm-hmm. Uh, so um, I've been like, in and out of the company uh, in different like different times but always as mm, I look at the sort of industry just trying to develop the company not only in Italy mm-hmm. but also in the UK when I was living in the past five years and uh, we did quite a few jobs here residential speaking uh, so uh, that's a bit my grant I'll just just so you know, I've got like uh, a degree in international communication, uh, but strong sensibility and a strong interest in design and architecture. Mm-hmm. And I thought that uh, London was a really lovely place to be in order to discover a bit more new trends. And um, culture-wise, it's an amazing city. Mm. I'm sure. And that's why I took a bit of a break from Italy <laughs> and... Uh, to develop and I, I was working actually in architecture studios here doing a bit of communication um but always spreading the word about our company and then pandemic uh come and um uh, clearly was made redundant mm-hmm. uh, which was to be honest not a bad thing in the sense that uh, it was a good time to then develop what I had in mind in uh, in quite a few years now but if you're not in the company, it's really hard for me uh, to get a project started because mm. I like to follow everything from uh, from scratch, really, from the beginning up to the end. It's about a measure, basically, mm-hmm. because uh, we... So the thing is that the concept of sustainability, I take a step back, this is a very um, difficult one to put in a frame, an undefined mm-hmm. frame, because sustainability, uh, it, it, it is all linked to your company and of course it's something that uh, the the union has put on uh, one of the uh, goals for um, for the next years to come but it is a very complex um, stuff to define mm. so when i was thinking about sustainability compared to our company i was thinking to make the most of our disused and wasted material but also make it the most and producing accessories in a most sustainable way for us so no using like uh time in con- not time in energy consuming so cnc or stuff like that but just doing in a very clean way mm-hmm. so we started off 
with. Sorry, I'm just like, I'm just talking to people. Yeah, don't worry. <laughs> so we started off with this marble chopstick or cutlery holder, mm-hmm. which is eight centimeters off, and then we replicate the measure in a bookends or like tumblers. So the, the measure is replicated when I can in different uh, accessories, mm-hmm. whether I uh, it's a bookend or it's a tumbler or a dam or it's a, like a, a small bow. Mm-hmm. Uh, otherwise, there's a bespoke project. But that's what we try to do is just always use a selection of marble which are forgotten in mm-hmm. in the company. Uh, and then some some of marble are from disused quarries, so you will never get them again. Mm. And this is what I try to find very fascinating. So compared to other people I try always to select different uh, colors different, mm. different colors and veins because uh, I want to really give a second chance a second life to this marble and mm. this quarry which are not in use anymore so, so there's a little of a Carrara which I know is a brand more than a material now uh, and uh, different types of marble because in order to make a bit of a difference and a unique, prob- uh, unique product. Uh, I think um, what I'm trying to educate my small being, a small uh, bunch of followers, I feel very, uh, mm-hmm. it's not about, about quality. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, it's try to educate them of the project because many, if not most of the pieces, are very ugly when I discovered them. They're very uh, dirty, dirty, mm-hmm. of course, like, full of dust, uh, full of musk. And what we do then is, and also very, um, yeah, broken pieces is all about that. And um, so we actually take care of them, give a bit of a TLSC and beauty routine. So we get rid of dust, get rid of the mask, hone them, cut them again. It's just like, a, it's time consuming, but at the same time, uh, give us a lot of purpose because mm. um, we just, uh, like to create and see what these colors are back again in life. Mm. So, uh, what, so what, what would have happened to those pieces if you hadn't taken them on? Like they just thrown away, thrown away. There for like ages. Yeah. Nothing, like really nothing, because some of them are not suitable for any anything, if not like a, not even a tile, because some of them are uh, are broken in the industry, of course. Um, you do pay a lot of money for um, taking care of this kind of uh, waste, but it's not mm. about that. It's that I, I truly, being born and bred in the school industry, uh, I truly like to save and not waste. Mm. Yeah. Mother Earth has been crazy for God knows how long time. Mm. So, uh, for me, it's just really. It's just really a pity. The whole point of the eight centimeters and half is creating like different and unique pieces. So each piece, of course, as a marble, is a different texture, it's a different vein. Uh, it won't be the same color. Uh, we have different spots um, and it will be unique because that marble will never come back mm-hmm. again. What is it about uh, the material that you really like? Well, first of all, it's the colors, the shape the texture, the patterns, the, the random, and also it's absolutely out of control. Like you take <laughs> out of the quarry and you think it's going to be a good one and then you cut it as a, 
depending on the material, of course, but there are some spots or there are some mm. random uh, design or textures and patterns, which you will never, uh, you will never imagine, but it all works. It all bloody works. And I, I just find it very charming, mm-hmm. very fascinating. Um, and it, I don't think it's really, uh, you can really replicate. I mean, of course, there are lots of ceramics, uh, but it's not, it's not the same stuff. It's absolutely, and it's also, I like the challenges because marble is, is a super challenging material. Mm. Some of them are really broken, so you have to like put raising and then you have to put a mesh. Um, I like convincing people this, that this is the best thing that you can get. And I, I like also the Easter egg effect that you're never going to expect <laughs> when you cut a block. Mm-hmm. So you think it's going to be nice and it's so, so different. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> like a surprise. <laughs> yes. So you, you mentioned about um, returning to Puglia from London during COVID. Was that, um, that was the main reason you returned? Or did you already have the idea for Otomezzo? You, want, you felt like returning anyway to, to Puglia for... It was a strange combination because uh, I love where I come from. And I used to come to fly back to Puglia every month. Mm. Uh, and I did, I had this sustainability project in mind for quite a few years, but I never had the proper time to just put my mind back on it. So it was a combination of the fact that it wasn't really planned. To, mm. be, to be honest with you, it wasn't really planned to be now is the time. It's just really happened. Yeah. So, and then like we were stopped for work and said, well, the time is now yeah. to do it. And I'll just do it. How does it feel being back? Uh, well, in the UK? Or- it, no, in Puglia. <laughs> no, imagine you're there. <laughs> no. <laughs> um, no, it's brilliant. I I really like it. It's not so. I, I come from a, a city called Trani. Mm-hmm. It's, um, it's a beautiful town. I really, I really like where I come from. It's really enjoyable. You can do a very slow living, but still uh, exciting. Mm-hmm. Uh, way of life um it felt really good i had a really good summer i mean mm. i don't go to disco though i don't <laughs> also i think the use the because there are lots of sustainability projects but i think you have that in, into it because if i use something like cnc which are normally very high energy consuming <laughs> machinery for me it's not a sustainable type of accessories because so i was trying to balance this to stuff because there are lots of pieces of design which are super cool mm. i don't think they're sustainable because for example to create uh, like a table uh, big tables you have to oh no not big table like i don't know um stools or basin what are you what you do with the, the part of the the stone you don't use so mm. I was trying to balance this kind of production or operational issue. And so we, everything that is produced from now is either assembled, so putting pieces together, so glued together in, of course, very safe way, mm-hmm. um, or it's a waste of a waste, it's matching waste. So I've been trying to think about this because I think this is a, on those, if, if you want to sell something that is sustainable, you have to do it properly mm-hmm. and this is why also in terms of packaging we have switched our normal plastic we absolutely use everything that is mm. so 
and we actually spent of course it's more expensive but yeah uh, you have to stay true to you first and also to people who are engaging in your project as well mm. yeah so, um, carry on sorry was, of course no 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 and uh, there's still a lot of way to uh, improve and this is what uh will be the next goals in uh, our automated change and our automated brand and also i mean it's not even like a, a marketing stuff it's just really being very conscious as um, honest with ourselves mm -hmm. was sustainability always uh, something that was important to you or in your lifestyle uh, um, beforehand i think i've been Get, I'm, I'm getting more interested now that I'm getting mm. older. But in the sense that I am now really um, getting sustainability in my life as well, and trying to to make uh, yeah, try to be conscious about mm. the choice that I make. Of course, there's a lot of improvement, but I, I'm trying to reduce plastic. Um, I mean, reducing even if I'm fine I'm back and forth from so it's not the best uh, sustainability way of expressing my life no but that's, uh, i've been trying to be i haven't taken flights for a year and a half yeah uh, so I'm, I'm i'm trying to get more into it mm -hmm. for example i do have this absolutely stunning grounded piece of green uh which are suitable for being at side tables so that's mm -hmm. good there and i pieces in order to give us a own life um same stuff for um so i think the driver is the waste and mm -hmm. then trying to put we're trying to um well not even design because we don't have a design design but we try to use the material in order to make home accessories range mm -hmm. that are useful mm -hmm. i mean i know that the marble cutlery holder it won't be used in our everyday life but until you have you don't have it because i can assure you it's useful <laughs> <laughs> cloth will be spotted with the tomato sauce <laughs> no but uh, i think coming back to the question first of all is the waste mm -hmm. we, the shape and what we can do uh, it's like a, i also like some like a, a very broken slab but it's so beautiful that i can always be like a, a mega table for mm -hmm. uh, even a studio or just a, like yeah. a it's quite a piece of art do you, yeah. do you like see the piece of marble and kind of uh, take it from there see what mm. might yeah exactly keep, like that. yeah so who who actually is designing each of the of the just you, we, you it's a whole family and we uh when we we have a spare time we're like quite uh start of the year that's so that's when we started like Try to make prototype mm -hmm. and try to taste them uh, from uh, from scratch. Also, because I mean, designers are very useful because they put a lot of beauty and uh, a lot of research in what they do. But ultimately, they need to be useful. So, and they things can only be useful if tried and tested. So, mm -hmm. test, 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 and this is what we have been doing. Mm -hmm. So they're not a designer as such. We will be having some collaboration, I'm sure, in the near future. Uh, but we we want to be very we're very grounded as a company. So mm -hmm. as a people from uh, coming from Quarry, so we are very <laughs> so we like to be uh, to be useful, but yeah, pretty things. Yeah. Uh, um, 
but I guess your your previous experience kind of helps you anyway to to create and design and you know absolutely yeah I've been um I've been having lots of um informal conversations with uh, I have do a lot of lovely friends who have been uh, friends in uh, in the Austin Mezzos challenge though, mm-hmm. so I've been um, they've been helping me in um, also suggesting me wanted to do that so mm. I, I can only be thank, thankful for them uh, because yes it's a surely something that has helped in uh, in making stuff basically I got a degree in uh, international communication at the University of California in Perugia mm-hmm. then I did a master in uh, Milan in marketing and communication and I worked there for a marketing company then I went back to Puglia to work for my dad for four four years. Then I I moved to London in uh, architecture, well, architecture practices or Mm -hmm. design. And this is where, like, I I really like the architects, I mean, architecture. And Mm -hmm. then I, when they came, moved back to it. Okay. Obviously, the concept is very unique in terms of using waste materials, um, and the sustainability angle, but what is what? What else would you say makes the products uh, unique and special, like sort of to Italy with that handcrafted Italian vibe? I think the fact that my dad and also uh, with eighty one is still involved in the making, I think it's very unique. In that sense. <laughs> and I, I'm sure there are lots of other family business, but we are very committed, but very passionate. And mm. Um, everybody who is in the company is very charmed by my the stream of consciousness of my dad because if he started <laughs> if he starts off it will never end and I think um, and I and I feel lucky in a way to have this situation because again history this makes history and if you don't have history it's hard to move forward mm. so it makes unique our approach to passion that we have in the selection of material, the craftsmanship. And some pieces are, and they have imperfection. It's not yeah. that one makes with the pieces. Also, like, the glue that we make to put the pieces together, um, you have to balance a lot of the colours. So it, it seems like, oh, it's matching, but it's not that easy. Mm. So uh, there are these little details that maybe you would not think of. I mean, I think it's amazing. Yeah. And also the balancing, which maybe you take for granted, but if you've been in the industry, like in the company, uh, you will appreciate a bit more. In fact, I, I always welcome people to come along uh, to see. see. Yeah. Mm. That's interesting. Maybe we can mention that. If it, Is that something that people can, I mean, could they get in touch with you to, to come and oh, see? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, interesting. Um, so you, you mentioned about, you know, the importance of preserving the local handicrafts. Why do you believe that it's important to preserve like local traditional native handicrafts of a certain place? It's kind of that, is it? We, so, uh, yesterday I was still in Manchester and I don't know why my friend told me that, can you speak dialect? And I said, yes, I do have a bit of a knowledge, but I'm not like, uh, I can't do like a whole, uh, essay in a dialect but I think like saving our tradition it, it what is what will drive us in the future we can only build on that mm. and people have like solid bricks and the knowledge where it comes from why it's been done like this and not like that why it's been called like this and what 
let's not call it that. We will never, if we don't know this, we will never build like a proper, well, building or, so it, I think it's just important, it's not for the sake of same same tradition, but I will never know the method of like the, the process of making stuff if I wouldn't have that people working in the industry for more, well, my, my brother is more than 20 years and that all his life. So it's, I, I, I've been like also noticing that people are very willing to do DIY stuff, but how can you not do DIY if you're not like spreading the word and uh, knowing how to do that? Um, yes, and, uh, and also um, having people with pringles on their eyes so it means that they've been on the uh, on the matter for quite a long time instead of like youtube uh, people just spreading the world mm. so i trust the uh, wrinkles <laughs> trust me then um you mentioned <laughs> you mentioned about your about your dad and that he's been all his life in the industry how did all of that start was was that a family business of his father or how did when did it start yeah. It was a family business of his father. Uh, he started working in well, in this industry of going to the quarries and uh, and then the company, uh, I think, was in the luck moment of um, economic boom. And and then we're building up a lot of, um, yes, the economy of the, the company. And then, I mean, lots of things have happened. By the end, we, uh, we just followed the tradition of my granddad, Mm-hmm. So yes, it's, um, we, we've been lucky to have this company set, even if, I mean, having that said, is a, there are always very good challenges in the industry. <laughs> so it's good to have a, like a, a ready-made company, but it's like a garden, you have to take care of all the seeds and uh, come on. Yeah. <laughs> you never know what's going to happen the next day, right? <laughs> <laughs> well, if, that, if anything, the pandemic has taught us that, right? <laughs> yes. Um, so, so it's just a, a thing that but again I think what I like to some, sometimes people say oh yeah you are lucky that you got a, like a company but yeah I mean it's not that I uh, I'm in the company because I I didn't have anything else to do mm. I think it's for me it was a, a very um, conscious choice of challenging this world because I mean, I've been working in other industry, but my heart was always coming back to the most of the Marvel. So, uh, Interesting. No, no, I mean, it's true because uh, I just like it. I just, sometimes when uh, I've been in different interviews and people were asking me, why are you, why are you doing this, why are you doing that? I just like, I can't really describe. It's like Billy Elliot on the, <laughs> uh, why are you dancing? And uh, he described it. But it's just like, what? makes you get up in the morning i mean uh i don't think about my brother i think about what i might do <laughs> it must be a problem uh the funny thing is getting involved an 18 year old one old man in the social media because sometimes i've asked my dad hey dad can you say just hello to our followers i don't know 200 but who cares <laughs> and it looks like a child <laughs> it's very like sad, but it's equally very funny because, and I mean, I don't think how many eighty-one years old uh, were 
barely can type a WhatsApp mm. message. Uh, they're willing to put the video on. And sometimes I have to say that he likes to pose. He's a proper poser. So, <laughs> so that's my thinking. But I think I like to spice up our daily routine with yeah. some people like that. For example, um, the green pieces, verde is a very beautiful material. It's very hard. Absolutely, it's versatile. The other material, which are more like pinky stuff, are more porous, for example. So there might be another use for that. Um, and also different uh, type of location. And also the actual waste, why was wasted. Uh, well, so some of them are very, again, funky textures. So might not be useful for the floor and it can be used for like a tray. So that's uh, the kind of history. It's nice to know. I haven't actually explain too much also because i mean in a post i don't want to write any <laughs> so it's, it's very difficult to sprinkle the information but um it's nice to know and explain maybe in a more uh, in an article um this aspect each piece as i do you have like a favorite type of uh of marble yourself or, or a favorite type to work with uh oh interesting question actually um i like all like all materials that have a strong textures, so strong base uh, colors or strong fossils, some limestones, because you know there are stone, marble, and limestone. Limestone is normally uh, is a fossil-based material. So there are some fossils which are absolutely stunning, like spatial, and I like those. So I like very I like marble with a lot of personality. I don't like plain stuff. Uh, so Yes, that's what I like, but I like them all. <laughs> you just what I just remembered one last thing. Um, at the beginning, you were talking about the cutlery, the first piece being a cutlery um, holder for the table. Was that mostly to do with the fact that the the Otto Mezzo um, measurements fitted into being that object, or did you have? Was it you came up with the idea of of a cutlery holder for for some other reason? Oh, it was just like. Um, we did think of something useful. Uh, a friend of mine just spotted something in the restaurant. They sent me a picture. And I spotted the marbury cotton holders, which were in ceramics. I said, hmm, interesting. Why don't we try to do that in different marble? And that's how we started. So, and I thought that even it's quite like a luxury, and some people are very casual in the way they mm, dine. I still think there's a, an interesting use to it. Most of the COVID reason where typical sometimes are not in use. So you just have to put your fork on the table, which I don't like. So, um, so yes, it, it, it's building up from there. So I put it as like accessory on the table. So that's interesting. And also sustainable in the way we make. We have lots of material which can suit this kind of accessory. And it's quite a lifestyle stuff so it takes some boxes or um, yeah people approaching or having something anyway so and that's how i started off mm -hmm. do you feel like you always had the ability to handle um like a strong character kind of thing or do you think working in that industry has also helped to build you you know a thicker skin and it all, i think it all depends how um how you are in tune with the industry so so in i'm i'm I don't work, I'm not that, com not committed, but I don't have the same attitude in other 
um, scenarios. So I think the fact that I really like the material, I really like the job. I don't like so my focus is like that. Mm. Whereas if, uh, maybe I would work in another sector, I would be maybe different or maybe less driven. Yeah. Uh, I think the the thing is that if you're passionate about something, you just do it. And this is the case. Uh, if you're not passionate, you have a different attitude. Yeah. Thank you. Um, it was really nice to chat to you. Thanks for tuning in to the Via Magazine podcast. You can learn more about Oro Imezzo and its upcoming collection by reading the interview here on viamagazine.com. Stay tuned for more podcasts coming soon. Have a great day and see you in Puglia.